Welcome to episode four of Redeeming the Time. I am your host, Angela Repetto. Today I want to share with you part one of my study on how we should spend our secret time. This week that topic is prayer and its powerful effect on our lives. Matthew 6, 6 says, when you pray, go into your closet and shut your door and pray to your father in secret and the father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The things that we typically do in secret are actions that we want to hide from the outside world. Many times these may be indulgences that we are too ashamed of anyone knowing about. However, we are always certain to broadcast all the amazing and worthy goals we accomplish. Every fundraiser or charitable event we participated in, in a sense, we create who we are on our social media and the internet and how people perceive us. But there are some things God asks for us to do in secret without telling the world. These next three weeks, I will explore those three things that we are told, and those are prayer, fasting, and giving. I hope we can create more positive secret time. This builds our character and keeps our motives pure to what we are doing. Recently, I've seen quite a few quotes on social media about prayer that were just powerful. I will share those throughout this episode because what we need more of on our timeline is something that uplifts us. There's a lot we can do with our time. Many things that may or may not produce results. Pastor Scott Armstrong recently posted this. Everybody wants to spend eternity with God. Few want to spend time with Him. One thing we can be sure of is that our time will be well spent and effective in prayer. You see, when we communicate to the source of everything, we automatically are winning. Because the source can take care of the situation by His divine knowledge and power. We are to ask, of course, according to His will. 1 John 5.14 says, If we ask anything according to His will, He will hear us. We should not forget that we should be in His presence when we ask for something. Now, you might think, well, God is omnipresent, which means He is always everywhere. But there are places His presence is stronger. The Word says if we want to enter into His gates and courts, then we can do so by offering praise and thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Recently, my pastor, Court Chavis, said, Prayer is not an issue of time, but is an issue of faith. If you really believe it works, you will do it. The people who pray are those who are either so desperate for an answer that they have tried everything that they can think of and prayer is one of them, or those who really believe in prayer and have seen it work. The question then changes from, do you pray, to do you believe? James 5.16 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. If the word says it, we can believe it. Now, you might think, I can pray effectually and fervently, but how can I be righteous? Now, we truly can't be, but thankfully we have a promise found in Isaiah 61, 10, which says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. 
For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. This is a prophecy revealed to Isaiah about the church. As the church, you can claim this promise of being clothed in righteousness. It has been said, prayer is effective not because of great men who pray, but because of a great God who graciously hears his people. Prayer isn't about how good and righteous you are, but how gracious and good God is. All focus is on who he is and what he can do, not us. Now, while prayer is not about us, the Bible does offer us some guidelines for how we should pray. We saw earlier to pray effectually and fervently, but what else? Second Chronicles 7:14 says, we should humble ourselves, seek his face and turn from our wicked ways for God to heal our land. Now, humble, seek and turn. This sounds a lot like repentance. This would always be a good place to start our day because ultimately, before we focus on anything else, we should always make sure that we are right with God. Proverbs 15, 29 says, the Lord is far from the wicked, but near to the righteous. Prayers don't need to be long and complex. In fact, just saying the name of Jesus will get his attention. Psalms 145:18 says, the Lord is near to all who call on his name. The story of Elijah and the prophets come to mind that further backs up this, that one prayer, which was so complex and arduous, and the other that was so short and simple. It matters who you put your trust in. In Matthew 28, 18, Jesus says, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Not only will our prayers be heard, but they are going to the one who has all power and authority. Your job is simply to put it in his hands and trust him. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Redeeming the Time. I hope you've enjoyed our study so far. If you would like to hear how you can put this principle into practice, tune in to this week's bonus episode for an action plan on how to apply what we have learned. And as always, God bless.